next story comes from Victoria Bleeden. My horse saved my life. I was the quintessential horse-crazy child who grew up to be a horse-crazy adult. I learned at a very young age that horses fulfilled me in a way no person could. These majestic beings captured my heart and nourished my soul. For nearly 30 years, competitive riding was the vehicle I chose to fuel my horse obsession. Ten years ago, I was the mother of 10-year-old twin boys and the wife of an entrepreneurial man whose inflated optimism, bad business decisions, and excessive spending had left us in poor financial shape. My then-husband expected me, a stay-at-home wife, to use my inheritance, which was left to me prior to marriage, to support the family he was unable to provide for. I began feeling trapped, used, in a loveless, financially abusive marriage, yet I dismissed my miserable reality, believing things would change. I chose to hyper-focus on writing, my forever passion, as a way to escape my home life. I assumed my beloved horses and sport could fulfill and satisfy the void and emptiness I felt. How wrong I was. When my impeccably behaved trusty show horse, Tater, suddenly morphed into an unpredictable renegade, I assumed he was in physical pain. I sought the support of numerous practitioners, veterinarians, chiropractors, animal communicators, hoping to find the cause of his explosive, unexplainable behavior. Dozens of tests failed to explain or find the just cause of his sudden, erratic behavior. Tater, the horse I had connected with on the first ride, who I had won countless awards with and was the ultimate confidence booster, had become a suspicious stranger. Without explanation, I was at a loss. He was a ticking time bomb, and I was the mother of two young boys. Consciously, I knew I could no longer put myself in danger. Riding him was no longer a viable option. I had spent the majority of my life riding and competing. I had owned nearly a dozen horses and competed from California to New York. Riding was my persona. I was confident, able, and at home on the back of a horse. To be robbed of that, all that I knew, all that I relied upon for comfort, was agonizing. In the blink of an eye, I no longer felt accomplished or talented. Overnight, I was reduced to merely a housewife, responsible for twin boys and a deadbeat husband. Losing this lifelong obsession, the very thing I held so dear, left me waiting in a pool of despair. Suddenly, I was stripped of my identity, worth, and self-respect. Without my passion, my driving force, I merely existed. I was the person who was expected to emotionally, physically, and financially support my children and husband. I was expected, as I always had, to take care of everyone else's needs without regard to mine. I was used to it. At six, I was a sexual playground. At eight, a punching bag. I learned early on my needs were unimportant. I was nobody's priority. Yet as human beings, we cannot deny our need for attachment. 
the longing for connection and unconditional love exists within all of us despite what we are conditioned to believe. Tater forced me to give up the thing I believed empowered me. Initially, I was furious at my steady Eddie partner, the horse I had come to rely upon. In an instant, I no longer trusted him. Despite my grief, I needed a reason or the cause of his sudden, erratic, dangerous behavior. In pursuit of an answer, I began spending time with him, a lot of time, one-on-one, off his back. I was scared of him, and he knew it. It's impossible to hide fear from a horse, and so I allowed myself to become vulnerable, truthful, and transparent with my feelings in his presence. To my surprise, when I revealed my true, ugly self to him, something changed. He softened and soon became not only trustworthy again, but a safe haven. I came to find my emotional pain, loss, and sadness did not push him away, but rather drew him near to me. He let me be real. Horses have survived centuries by being attuned and aware of their environment. Their hypersensitivity enables them to sense the most subtle changes within us, our body language, breathing, and heart rate, which are true indicators of our emotions. They mirror us through their behavior, allowing us self-awareness of how our non-verbal communications and emotions may be affecting our lives and others. Connection is the key component in any partnership or relationship. Horses connect and inherently accept us. When we allow our authentic self to be exposed, when horses trust, they enable us to feel supported in the moment. Connection cannot be forced or manufactured in any relationship. It can only be achieved organically where there is a balance of trust, respect, and transparency. If we deny, avoid, or mask our emotions, horses sense incongruity and disconnect. Disconnection in a partnership occurs when one or both partners disrupts the balance. Reestablishing connection can only occur if both partners are authentic. Horses have been my greatest healers and teachers. Throughout my life, horses have supported my true self, my authenticity. Tater changed my life. He forced me to find the courage to step into the darkness and trust myself to emerge In the light, horses have blessed me with a lifetime of healing, and this gift was the impetus to creating my equine-guided program, The Empowered Herd. I am now an equine-assisted coach, utilizing horses to help women shed the thoughts and beliefs, keeping them from all that which they desire. Sometimes we must survive darkness in order to live in light. Denying our pain and the feelings that arise from our challenges keeps us in darkness. Only when we are willing to acknowledge the pain can we begin to move toward light. Horses have the unique ability to help people reveal unconscious blocks, negative patterns, and thoughts. Stepping into the darkness, the pain alone is frightening. And it's ultimately what keeps us stuck. Horses can help guide us through the shadows, offering unconditional support as we journey toward the light of our truth and begin living the life we deserve. 
My story is my attempt to illustrate how horses changed my life. Women are culturally conditioned to adhere and ascribe to beliefs, thoughts, and expectations we learned early on. I grew up in a legendary entertainment family. I was blessed with material wealth and private education. I was expected to marry a man of similar status who would support me. My physical appearance was held in high regard, yet my inner worth was insignificant. Twelve years of physical and emotional abuse robbed me of my power and self-esteem. Hypervigilant, on guard, and in survival mode was how I learned to live life. I fell in love with horses at a young age and found an insatiable need to have them in my life. I later learned it was because they saw me and accepted who I was, not what I was trained to believe. My story is one many don't return from. My hope is to illustrate to other women that there's a way out. There are hundreds of equine-assisted programs throughout the world, and I'm hoping my story might inspire someone to explore this incredible avenue of healing. I'm now living a life full of joy. My divorce is near final, my dream business is up and running, and I have met the man of my dreams. My dream is to be able to build my program and share the healing power of horses with other women while living an independent life of my choosing. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.